me, your host, Sean Lynn, in the pub for a dram with friends where we talk about faith, family, food, and fun. Pull up a chair and I'll pour you a drink. Episode 25. We are joined today in the pub by Matt Straw. He's a CMLA board member and he shares his story. Sit down as I pour us a dram. Welcome to another episode of A Dram with Friends. Today we are very blessed to have Matt Straub join us in the pub. Welcome, Matt. Hey, thank you, Sean. Thanks for having me. Uh, great show. Appreciate uh, being on. Look forward to it. Well, you uh, told me that you're a if you came over, you'd you'd, you'd like a, a dram of uh, Wood, Woodford Reserve. So uh, it gave me an excuse to open this. I had bought it a little while ago, and uh, so I'm just going to pour myself a little little dram, which is an eighth of an ounce, but uh, maybe it's a little more than that. All right. So what are you drinking today? Well, I, I didn't have any Woodford Reserve in the, um, but you can see I've been partaking of the Knob Creek. <laughs> So I got a Knob Creek uh, Hunter Proof that uh, I will toast with you with. Awesome. So tell our, tell our audience who Matt Straub is. Well, that's, a, that's an interesting question. You know, I think about that and I just think I'm just a, a regular old guy. Um, I, uh, I grew up in the St. Paul, uh, Minnesota area. Um, but about 20 years ago, I moved to Wisconsin. So I, I grew up, went to school in St. Paul, joined the military, went to Alabama, learned how to fly helicopters, uh, came back, uh, so it was the reserves, and came back to Minnesota looking for a job. Got uh, hired by the Wisconsin State Patrol, became a state trooper, did that for 11 years, and then when an opportunity came open to go full-time with the uh, Wisconsin Army National Guard, as a helicopter pilot, I, uh, I switched, so I left law enforcement, went uh, full-time with the military, and I've been doing that now full-time for a little over 15 years, and um, all the while trying to be the best dad and husband I can be, and you know, continually failing at that, and learning and growing and getting back at it, but I've uh, uh, got four wonderful children, two of them married, so I like to say I have six adult children, and uh, Number uh, four, um, actually number six grandchild is due in June. So I got six grandchildren. That is awesome. Congratulations. Yes, we, we had our latest grandson born in December, but they're living in the U United States. And at the time of this recording, uh, which is February 14th, we still haven't been able to go visit due to COVID restrictions. So it's, it's been, uh, it's been something that we can offer up. Absolutely. So how old is your youngest grandchild? Uh, well, our youngest grandchild, number 11 was born in December. So just, uh, just coming up on two months old now. So oh, congratulations uh, you luckily are for, 
luckily uh, we have technology today that we're able to do video chats. We use a we use an app called Marco Polo to stay connected with the family that seems to be all over the place, and it's it's helped us a lot. Uh, uh, so you've been involved in men's ministry down there for for a little while because it was uh, I think you through Jeff Cavins invited me to come to the first my first uh, Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance uh, summit. Yeah, yeah. How did so, that come uh, to be? How did you end up? Right. I. Um, uh, it's a great question, and it it was. A gentleman that I just recently met when I moved to this area about 15 years ago said, hey, uh, we're looking to start a men's conference here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and uh, wondering if you want to be part of it. And I said, sure, it sounds great. I've been to a number of men's conferences, and I think I can uh, I can help and do what I can. And uh, that was the beginning of Men of Christ Milwaukee. And uh, and through that, met some fantastic, wonderful you know men that are friends to this day. That have helped lift me up and just truly because of that friendship and them helping me be a better man I feel compelled to be able to uh, spread the word and tap men and invite men to just dive deeper into their faith just become better men husbands fathers brothers and um, and through that uh, introduced uh, to Robert Tunmeyer and Matthew Christoph of Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance uh, and then we kicked that off about four years ago, and it, that's been fantastic. Yeah, and uh, even let Canadians in. So you, <laughs> you've, we had to take you a guys vote. Decided to let close, invite but, um, me on board. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, I'm not sure if uh, I. I was telling people with COVID and uh, we did barbecue outreach a lot. In fact, with Shrove Tuesday coming up, traditionally we've always done uh, Shrove Tuesday breakfast for one of the schools here, cooking pancakes for 900 kids first thing in the morning. And we've done it at minus 30. So uh, it, it's it, it goes uh, cold or not and I was looking forward to maybe having the summer off and, and just relaxing with nothing to do. And uh, you guys called and, and what do you do when God calls you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's right. You say yes. And, uh, you know, and you know, it's burning in your heart when the tap comes um, and, and you know, it's the right thing. You just answer the call and you do what you're asked. Right. <laughs> Well, like uh, St. Joseph got up and did it, right? Then it's the year of St. Joseph, and uh, it just seemed like something that needed to be done. And due to your your invitation, uh, feel this very strong pull to, to engage men across Canada, uh, because that's what... <laughs> That's the mission you guys gave me. Uh, yeah, just go and convert uh, all the men's ministries in Canada. And we want a vibrant men's ministry in every diocese. So, uh, wow. <laughs> right. You know, how did that how did that dream come about? So so it was, you know, we've we've noticed for years and um, that uh, 
there's little pockets of goodness all over the country and really all over the world. And, and there's, there's men doing great things, but there was no unity of effort. There was no supporting each other. So a men's ministry in, in uh, one city in the U.S. would have a great, vibrant ministry and then run for three, four, five years and then die off. And, and why was that? And it was the men working on that mission, you know, got, got tired and, you know, you just need someone to give them a shot in the arm and say, you know what you're doing is making a difference. You're making a difference in men's lives and really changing the culture one man at a time. But there was no unity of effort. So that, that was really the mission that's grown out of uh, Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance is just to help connect the dots and build unity. And, and, and you're a huge part of that up in Canada. I mean, it's, it's, it's a vast, huge country that uh, has some great things going on, but to unify them and support each other, that's, that's huge. And you're doing great work up there. Well, and that's what we're, we're hoping to do. Uh, God Squad Canada was always part of our name, although we hadn't bridged out and uh, I didn't have the brains to quit after five years. <laughs> so we're, uh, we're coming up to our 24th annual men's conference. Wow. Uh, never give up, never surrender is my motto. So uh, we're, we're gonna see if we can engage the men from across Canada under St. Joseph, our patron for Canada. So it's, uh, it's quite exciting. And it's, it's so interesting to be part of that organization that you guys uh, started. And, uh, and the direction that you're going is quite exciting. Yeah, and I, I tell you, you must have one of the longest-running men's ministries in North America, uh, having done it for 24, 25 years. That, that is fantastic. Very few, you know, make it past, like I said, about five years. There's a number in the 10, 15 years, but boy, to make 25 years, uh, you guys' hearts are all in the right spot, and you're doing great things. And, you know, you're absolutely right about St. Joseph and, you know, him being um, your patron, He's the patron of uh, the Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance. Uh, it's the year of St. Joseph, um, uh, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit is bringing all of this together, right? As we, you know, as we as men connect and grow, we can always look to St. Joseph as an example. He's the one that answered the call in a dream and just did everything he was asked for, never complained. Um, and we can use him as our intercessor. Use his strength. He, he sits right there next to Jesus and will go to him and, and um, intervene for us. It's just, it's huge. He's a great resource, great help. And uh, we've, we've been going to him right from the beginning. We do a, a nine-day novena before every single conference we've ever done. And, and we've uh, in gone several times during the year as well for other projects and I usually have to hit him up a couple times for personal requests as well uh, raising eight kids on on one income as a law enforcement officer is uh, has had its challenging times and it's good to have a buddy with you as you're going through that absolutely yeah yeah I, so, i've always had a, a, a affinity to saint joseph and saint michael right as a law enforcement officer 
looking for uh, Saint Michael and his his guardianship, uh, um, and and really, the um, you know you. You have sacrificed, and you said it, you know, living on one income. That means that you and your family have sacrificed to be able to have one, one parent home, provide for the children, give them the upbringing, um, the best one that you can. We did the same thing. My wife has been, uh, since our oldest, who is now going to be 30 in a couple of months, uh, was five. She has, you know, taken care of the home and taken care of raising the children and, and provided me... You know the freedom to you know pursue the career and still not neglect the family and and I think that partnership that we have has been fantastic. There isn't anything I am not you know uh, I haven't accomplished without her being right by my side and that's that's important right that unity. We we've been I've been blessed. I got a wonderful wonderful bride that has uh, been with me for more than thirty years now. So it's been great. Amen to that. I too am blessed. Uh... And it's interesting uh, going into law enforcement, uh, and I'm sure it's the same down there. The divorce rate is astronomical within law enforcement. It, uh, because yeah. of w the stuff that guys are dealing with, and my goal when I started was to leave the job with the same wife I, I came in with, which, uh, I'm very blessed to have such an understanding wife and 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 supportive. Uh, Michelle has not encouraged our kids to follow in my footsteps, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's it's something that is is such a blessing because there are those those rough days, and yeah. how how have you been able to keep the faith? as law enforcement now army yeah well that's um i i will tell you that um i was a cradle catholic grew up catholic and um you know when i went off to college i kind of uh, just was going through the motions lukewarm catholic i would you know go to go to mass most of the time because it was what i was supposed to do and even uh, early in my um, both military and law enforcement career, I was just kind of going through the motions. Um, I don't even think I thought about, hey, I want to make this through my career with my bride. But I tell you, uh, my wife and I started to struggle. The, the stresses of law enforcement, the stresses of, you know, uh, a couple of different parallel careers, kids, all of that going on, and, and not having the, uh, the importance and focus put on God. Uh, we really strained our marriage and, and, and almost broke up um, when our children were, were real young. And, and we made a decision, um, and we got there at different times, but thankfully close enough in time, uh, both independently, that, that God needs to be more important in my heart and my life, and that's the only thing that saved our marriage. And I would tell you, if, if we didn't have God as the first and foremost in each of our individual lives, uh, and then collectively, by praying together and just being united in our faith, um, we would not be together today. So the stressors you talk about in law enforcement, uh, tremendous. Uh, they're, they're very similar in the military. I've been deployed overseas in uh, both Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, four times I've been gone away from the family for a year at a time. And, and you don't make it through those kinds of events um, or those kinds of uh, challenges and sacrifice without having a true trust in God uh, 
and to be able to come out on the backside stronger and better than you were going in. So uh, it, that's, that's the secret sauce, just having that personal relationship with God. Sounds like a similar path that Michelle and I took where we had what we call a reversion or whatever. We were cradle Catholics and and it was right around our 10th anniversary that we renewed our vows. We went away for a weekend, listened to Scott Hahn tapes and Jeff Caven tapes and Steve Wood tapes. And for the young people out there, a cassette tape is something that you used to listen to <laughs> yeah yeah so uh research it in the history books uh but it, it's uh and and came back stronger with that mission that we need to share this with everybody and we we started a, a little bookstore called catholic corner where we'd set up at the back of churches and that's how we got involved and then I met Steve Wood at a conference up in Edmonton and that was <laughs> we were pregnant at the time with our our fourth child and and just hit it off and he invited us to help him bring in materials for St. Joseph's Covenant Keepers and oh, yeah. that's how God Squad basically started was uh, Mark Shea actually wrote an article for Steve Wood uh, for his magazine after our very first St. Joseph's Covenant Keepers conference and he coined us the God Squad because it was four police officers that put on the men's conference and at the time and since then I'm the only remaining standing member because they all retired or moved on and uh, I'm uh, I've been blessed to have other men step into the role of, of, of being leaders. So, yeah, you know, you talk about that reversion and, and, uh, you know, I, I think it's when, um, when we took it on personally and, and, and made a, uh, you know, a new covenant to, to pursue that. Uh, and I tell you, even, you know, more so a stress in our lives is that, you know, we had two children and we were, you know, struggling to have more children. We wanted to have more children. Uh, I'm not really sure our mentality about it because our marriage wasn't all that good. Maybe we thought more kids was going to help solve things, and um, and I don't know that that would have. But uh, you know, we started going to adoration once a week, and it was without fail. Uh, it wasn't at our parish, and, and our our lo our pastor helped us through our marriage struggles, and we we're friends with him to this day after several moves around the country but he had he had pointed us to adoration and so we started going to adoration and praying for uh, children and praying for our marriage uh, and we went weekly 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 and our older children were you know four and five and then five and six and uh, the girl was praying for a girl and the boy was praying for a boy obviously and um, and, it, and you know the Lord answered our prayers through adoption and we adopted a full sibling uh, boy and girl that fit extremely well into our family and, and it was just it, truly a blessing and, and not the way we would have answered that prayer but God answered that prayer and, and we are blessed to this day because of the, those two additional children. It's fantastic. And thank you for sharing that. That uh, I know many families that have taken that avenue and, and it's blessed their lives 
incredibly. And, uh, and for, I've got a couple segments in the show and a lot of young men are struggling even knowing what a man is today. And one of the segments is, what advice would you give your 18 year old self? in hopes that share a little wisdom with your your years walking yeah. this earth you know and uh it, boy there's just so much that runs through my mind about okay don't do this don't do that do this do that don't do what i did but but you know it boils down to this and i, and I read this uh, actually this morning in uh uh in my daily prayer time and i have a couple of different resources that i read but one was um the, the quote if you love me follow my commandments and and the reflection that went with that because I've heard that many many times if you love me follow my commandments but most of the time what we hear is follow my commandments do what I say if you follow the Ten Commandments you know that's what you need to do you need to go to church on Sunday you need to you know not sin that's how you're gonna follow me but it's preceded by if you love me follow my commandments and if you put them together it's really easy to follow the commandments out of love and and, and then you know it, it further went and explained when you first fall in love with your bride and your bride asks you to do something out of love you're like man anything I'll do anything for you and then you know as time goes on if she asks you for something 10 years down the road you're like um, I'm busy can you do that yourself it's the same request it's, it's where you get it from, and it's out of love that you'll be like, I'll do anything for you, dear. And if you keep the spark of love for God, following the commandments is easy. And, and you know, people look at either the, you know, the Catholic Church or the rules that we have as, as, as burdensome rules. But if you love God, they're not burdensome. They're freedom-making. They give you freedom. And so I would tell myself back at 18 years old, to learn to love the Lord and, and find a way to, to build that relationship and love, the rest all falls in place. And, and I, there's so much wisdom in that. That was kind of eye-opening this morning. And, and the, the, uh, it, it is just, it's freeing, right? I mean, you, know, you, you look at trying to work on self-mastery or giving up uh, something for Lent. And it's not about the what it is you give it up, but it's how you give it up. What are you doing it for? And it's for to find God first and foremost in my life. And if I'm putting him first, everything else will be better in life. And, and I'll tell you that, they try to find a way to build that friendship and relationship with, with God, with Jesus to help your life go better. That, that's, I think, the crux. And you talk about your resources, and, and we're living in a time where we have an abundance of resources to get to know God through the Catholic Church. Uh, you look at the phenomena of the Bible in a Year with Father Mike Schmitz, which is one of the top podcasts. And to know God, you need to walk with Him. and. Uh, Catholic Men's Leadership Alliance has HeroicMen.com as a platform where not only this show, but they've got so many resources 
to help you. There's there's lots of material out there to help you, young men especially, fall in love with God and figure out their relationship with Him. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, you know... So, what... No, go ahead, Sean. Go ahead. Well, no, go ahead. I'm... Uh, I was going to move on to the next segment, but if you had a point to make about the resources, that would be good. I do, in fact. So I'm actually uh, using uh, Father Mike's uh, Bible in a year right now. He built it uh, on Jeff Caven's uh, Bible timeline, and I, I am going through it again. Um, and, and it's just, you know, the more I can learn about uh, Jesus through the Word, right, the, the better man I will be. And so... You know, taking that time, it's only 20 minutes a day, getting in, in, in a year, we'll read an entire Bible. And what it does, that particular podcast is putting the context of the Bible in the story framework, and it just gives it all much more meaningful. Yeah, it's just more meaningful. It, it is great. And I'll tell you, it's not too late if you haven't started yet. Um, for the listeners, it's, it's 20 minutes a day. Here we are in the middle of February. Just do two a day for a while and start. It starts at uh, one January, but you can download them, read them. I didn't start until the middle of January, um, and and it took a while to catch up. But I'm caught up, and and now we'll continue on through the year. What a great resource! But the heroic men. The reason that we launched that platform is to have a one-stop shop for ministry to men information. And there's and and we we don't want prior proprietary um, license over anything. We're taking all of the different great things that are out there, all the resources for men, and making it available for men. So go to heroicmen.com and find what fits your uh, spirituality at the time. God will find you where you are and grow to the next level. Those resources are just fantastic. And you're right, in this day and age, there's, there's more you can do than, than you can do in a day or do in a week. Just pick something, go through it, and then go to the next thing, and just keep learning. Absolutely. And yeah, I've been doing the Bible in a year, and it's been fantastic. I I started on January third, I think, so I was uh, wasn't too bad, and uh, and it it's been fantastic. And I've been sharing with my family kind of my reflections out of it every day, just to to try and pass that on and mm. share the faith and we i told you we've got this little video app so i can just record a little message for my family every day uh wisdom from dad or whatever but uh so one of the other segments uh is jeff cavens talks about riding with your posse or your go-to saints who who are the who are the saints that you walk with uh, your your go-to guy every day or girl yeah, yeah. So, so I, um, I, I mentioned before, Saint Joseph and uh, Saint Michael are my, are my favorite. I go to them quite often. Um, I also, uh, my namesake, Saint Matthew. Um, I, I love, uh, I, I love reading the Gospel of Matthew and, and um, hearing about his story and, you know, the tax collector, uh, you know, the wayward individual that came back and, and, and I, and I can relate, right? I mean. Uh, it, it's helpful to know that, you know, the apostles were just a bunch of guys that were in totally different professions, not schooled. They weren't the academics. They weren't uh, real great speakers. They were just asked to follow Jesus and, and 
uh, be disciples. And, and that's, that is just um, um, comforting to me that you know, I don't have to be uh, the, you know, a, a great uh, theologian. I just have to be uh, willing to do the work. And um, so I don't know, um, you know what the next thing that uh, God calls me to do, but I, I rely on those few uh, saints, my guardian angel. I ask for uh, guidance and assistance from, protect me uh, in situations. And it's just, uh, yeah, those, those are my go-tos. And they're really helpful. Well, I've got a couple of those, St. Joseph and St. Michael. I've, they've both been on my right and left hand side wherever I go. Uh, so I much appreciate uh, you sharing today and, and sitting down and having a, a whiskey with uh, sharing your faith and about your family. And so the word Ishkabaha in Gaelic is, is or the origin is uh, called Ishkabaha, which is water of life. And my hope and prayer is that you continue to lead especially the the men to the true water of life as we have a dram so Ishkabaha. thanks for joining us and uh, i look forward to maybe ride my motorcycle down there in uh, wisconsin again sounds great love to see you love to see you so it takes i hope you have enjoyed this episode of a dram with friends like and subscribe. Go to all podcast platforms to look for it on podcast or go to godsquad.ca to support our mission.